Dear friends, do you have a relationship, a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit? I hope so. But if not, why not? Why not? Let's not let this opportunity, this great feast, um, just be one of many that passes us by. But let us take advantage of it, right? To, so if we haven't, if up until this point, didn't think of the Holy Spirit as someone we could have a relationship with, well, let's change that. Right? Let's take this opportunity, the great feast of Pentecost, to yeah, renew our hearts and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Right? It could make all the difference. So one of the ways to, to have a relationship with someone is, is to communicate, right? This is what we call prayer. Right? We could pray directly to the Holy Spirit. And there's a short, simple, yet powerful prayer uh, that everybody could say at all times. And that's come Holy Spirit. Right, invite the Holy Spirit into your life, into like a particular activity, whatever you're doing. Yeah, allow Him to enter your heart and your mind and to guide and direct your thoughts and actions and your words. I knew... I had forgotten about this myself. And last week when I went on my yearly, my annual retreat, I was going through a time of uh, spiritual dryness, especially in my prayer life. So I brought it up to my spiritual director and he said, he gave me this advice. He said, yeah, before you begin any prayer, yeah, invite the Holy Spirit to pray in, with, for, and through you. And when I, especially the part about the Holy Spirit praying through me, um, and when I reflected on that, when I internalized that, when I started to do it, before any prayers that I said, it, yeah, it made all the difference. You know, there was a peace that returned back to my prayer life. All right, so yeah, any prayer, any activity, before we begin this Mass, as myself, before I begin preaching, you know, just that simple prayer, come Holy Spirit, right? It, it, it does many things, but one thing it does, it, it, it reminds us that God is present, right? God is present in our lives and He's directing and guiding us but we have to let him in. We have to invite God into our lives. I want to present to you this morning three symbols of the Holy Spirit and images. And I think this could help us better understand who the Holy Spirit is and what he does. All right, so three symbols, water, fire, and wind. All right, so water. 
And this we get from the Gospel of John chapter 7. Jesus is talking about someone who has living water within them. And he's referring to the Holy Spirit, the life of God inside that person. <clears throat> so picture a tree or a plant um, that's planted in dry, parched ground. For any tree, for any plant to grow and to bear fruit, yeah, water is needed, rainfall. Well, the Holy Spirit is like life-giving water come down from heaven. You know, Pentecost, it provided the courage and the zeal that the disciples needed in order to go out from the upper room and proclaim the gospel, the good news of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. The Holy Spirit gives us the grace we need to grow as disciples. A fire. And, and these next two symbols, fire and wind, we get it directly from uh, the first reading, Acts chapter 2. Are your hearts on fire? Are they on fire for love of God and neighbor? Yeah, if not, this renewed relationship with the Holy Spirit is what's needed. Reminded of something St. Catherine of Siena said, be who God meant you to be and you will set the world on fire. Yet God calls us to set the world on fire. First, we have to set ourselves on fire. Right? Our hearts should be on fire for love of God and neighbor. Uh, a quote is attributed to John Wesley uh, that says that he as a preacher, like on the pulpit, so what, what I'm doing now, um, I set myself on fire and the people come to watch me burn. It's a powerful image, right? But, you know, John Wesley is Protestant. I'm going to Catholicize it a bit, uh, modify that quote a bit. It's not myself. It's not the preacher with his own strength setting himself on fire. It's more an invitation to the Holy Spirit, asking the Holy Spirit to light me on fire. And then a fire has something magical about it. People are attracted to it, right? Think of a campfire, how it brings people together, right? It's, it's easy for us to um, picture this image of a fire, you know, you see the color red. Our last symbol, wind. Picture the church as a boat. And we, as members of the church, we're on this boat, we're traveling, we're journeying somewhere, all right? What's driving the boat? The sailboat, it's wind. The Holy Spirit provides that power that drives the boat. Not only does it provide the power, but it sets the direction, right? The direction, where are we going? Where's our destination? To the shores of heaven. The Holy Spirit guides us there. But 
We have to choose to be on that boat. Let's be reminded that what happened in the upper room in Pentecost, it's happened for us too. We received the Holy Spirit in full at the moment of our baptisms. And during confirmation, the same Spirit was sealed and confirmed. At this Mass and every Mass, we experience the power of the Holy Spirit who transforms bread and wine into the Eucharist through the priest. All of us, all of us disciples, we're called to go out and to hand on and to pass on the faith, to make more disciples, to set the world on fire. Are we enthusiastic about the faith? Because that could be a sign that the Holy Spirit is active in your life if you're enthusiastic about the faith. The word enthusiastic, it comes from the words entheos, right? Which means in God, within God. And it used to mean, uh, for the Greeks, it described the religious experience where someone was inspired by, by God. But for us, particularly, especially in this context, it means, it signifies that the Holy Spirit is active, present, active, and guides our lives. Each of us has been given unique gifts of the Spirit so that we may serve one another. And this is what St. Paul was talking about in the second reading. So I ask you, what gifts has the Spirit given you and how are you using them to serve God and his church? That's a question we all must answer. Whenever we open our hearts to the Holy Spirit, something new, something bold happens. You know, maybe our hearts were given the grace to forgive a family member or friend who we were once close to. Maybe we even forgive our enemies. Maybe we part with some of our prized possessions and we give it to those in need. Maybe we take a bigger risk for God embarking on a faith-centered career. Maybe we partake in missionary work, get involved in parish outreach, homeless outreach. Maybe we help out or, or serve in one of the ministries that we have in our parish. And this is the point of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit is our advocate, the one sent to reawaken our hearts to the mission of the church, to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to all people. May we, like the apostles at Pentecost, be filled with the Holy Spirit so as to transform the world one person, one day at a time. May the gift, may the gift of the Holy Spirit transform our fear into faith. May the gift of the Holy Spirit motivate us from moving to self-preserving to other-serving. 
Dear friends, whatever God has given us to do, may we do it faithfully, remembering that our strength lies not in ourselves, but in God, the Holy Spirit, whom we've received. Come, Holy Spirit.